1: And when you do, your whole body's covered.
2: Welcome to the friend
1: zone. Friend zone. Friend zone. Friend
2: zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend, Hey. My name is Asante. <laughs> this is the Friend Zone.
1: Let's start the
2: show. I'm Dustin Ross. This is the Friend Zone. And this is truly the news that you can use because this is the long-awaited Trump roast. To Baron, I know you 14 and you just started getting musty, but your family been stanking, and you're guilty by <laughs> proxy. Get your nail-biting, booger-wiping, Petey Brady, Peter Brady voice ass the hell on. Goodbye. To Tiffany, you are a generic relative and you look like a family guy person in real life. And plus, you look like Sarah <laughs> Paulson's girlfriend looks. You know what? Oh, Why no. am I even talking to you? To Eric... I would go easy on you because I know you ain't a fully done human yet since your top (laughs) lip and gums never separated, but I'm not sparing you shit. You look like a mechanic, and I sincerely hope that the brakes malfunction hard as you guiding the next car into your bay. Also, that's why you and your wife and your baloney-eating ass kids all look like the white people on Lovecraft Country, and we all know how that story turned out. (laughs) Donald Jr., that's why you got a bad batch and can't stop sweating or be still. You are gonna be shaking for the rest of your life, and that's also why Aubrey O'Day is telling all of your business. You look like a beaver, (laughs) and you can interpret as you wish. P.S. We all know your thinning hair ass hates your father, and that's why his name is your name forever. You sweaty pit having bitch, uh. Ivanka and Jared. Y'all are definitely gonna <laughs> rot in jail, and you will never have the white prestige and reverence that you so badly seek. All y'all look like your private parts are cold and damp in the creases and your marriage bed is dead. That's why you will always look like them white people on the farm holding that shovel and fork. Y'all know them two people I'm talking about. That's what what Ivanka and Jared look like. Okay, back to the roast. Melania. (laughs) Melania. You got a baby by Donald Trump, and the whole world knows that you made a choice to get naked and have sex with a motherfucker that looks and smells like Donald Trump, and that's what you get. You ain't never been shit, nor will you ever be mentioned with the real first ladies of the nation. Michelle Obama is the best, been the best, and will always be better at everything in life than you, and I hope it makes you squint so hard in anger that you walk into a branch shredder. And Donald, you <laughs> You lost. You're a fat, sorry loser with kitten heels and lifts in those, which don't even make no sense, which means it's definitely something you would do. No matter what, you are going down as a one term president who got impeached and then got their ass whipped and couldn't even get reelected. You couldn't even get it up. okay? that's what you get. You're a loser. Your whole damn family is losers. And that's why y'all are all leaving. And with that, I want to welcome everyone to a new day at the friend zone. Your weekly look into all mental health and mental hygiene things, you know, because who in the hell wants a musty brain? The tagline is changing as we evolve, y'all. Hey, friend, how you doing?
1: Hi, when you mentioned Sarah Paulson's girlfriend, Mm -hmm. I thought of that clip that uh, people use on Twitter where NeNe's like, well, how'd I get thrown in (laughs) this? You see how I get thrown in there?
2: Because she looks like <laughs> Tiffany Trump, old football, Stewie oh, head ass. Lord. That's what she looks like.
1: <laughs> how oh, are you guys doing God. today?
2: We doing <laughs> wonderful today. You know? Very, very well. I just well. have to say, this...
1: Feeling rejuvenated? I
2: have never felt this joy. Well, I shouldn't say never, but I haven't <laughs> felt like this in four years. And I had another conversation about this on Holding Court uh this week, but I just have... I, I did not realize how much of a dark, funky ass cloud that Trump administration had over me until Saturday when those election results got called in favor of Joe Biden and Madam Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. And I just, I hadn't felt that way in a long time. It was good to see that some people made the right decision to vote on the right side of things as opposed to voting for a continued hatred, continued mistreatment and and just a lack of humanity. It felt good to see that it was still some good left in the world. So doing good. Doing real good. How y'all doing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering what's going to happen, though, because I saw that uh, Trump is still pushing through his February budget. <sighs> so it looks like he's staging a coup. Because for him, things are moving as usual. He is not conceding. He's so being a Karen. I'm curious to see how this is going to play out.
2: He's being a Karen. He said a carrot. A Karen. Oh,
1: I thought you said he's being a <laughs> carrot. No, he just looked like a <laughs> carrot.
2: He's actually built like a carrot, but he's being a Karen, asking to speak to the manager at the polling locations. You know, doing all the things that mm-hmm. a typical Karen would do. Get your a ass tantrum. out. You lost, Biden Harris. Thank you.
0: I don't know. I'm still a little numb right now. I don't know what what's going to happen. Like Fuck you know, all white that. Why people Grace, just be you crazy? You bracing yourself? You you know, I, I just... like You know, Dustin made a lot of very good points, and I, I should be feeling real good because of the election. <laughs> I'm just trying to feel good about today. Well, as far as the election, that's concerned. The government just... It's very shaky. <laughs> I just don't... You know, I just never know when it's going to be that time when white people are going to be like, you know what? Rise up. Fuck this other shit. We going to keep, you know, doing what the fuck we doing. Because mm-hmm. there's so many people that's acting like, I just didn't realize how racism was so bad all this time. Meanwhile, I'm watching... Where been? i, I don't, Where the fuck you been? <laughs> like, I don't know if I said this last week, but I'm rewatching old Cyphers, and we're talking about names from then that, you know, got shot. So I'm just like, um, you know, this... I, I want to celebrate this, but I think I'm still feeling the effects of some PTSD. So all of y'all that's feeling good about this, that's please fair. uplift us, please. Well, come here so I, I can you. lift you up, because I'm telling
2: you right here, I am happy. Fuck Trumps. <laughs> Fuck Donald Trump.
0: Mm-mm. All the
2: time. Fuck
1: Donald Trump.
0: Mm-mm. Forever.
1: I was thinking that that song was going to go to number one. Could you imagine? <sighs> that so, shit hit the billboard hot 100 let me just
2: turn my phone on, on repeat and let it stream all <laughs> night right now
1: <laughs> that would have been legendary but i do have to say a uh, party in the usa re-entered the charts shout out to claude
0: yes <laughs>
2: legendary legendary that's
1: long money right there forever money Coin Ooh. upon coin. Upon so coin. So I was very happy to see that announcement on Twitter via Billboard. But with that being said, do you guys have any announcements before we jump into this week's episode?
2: Um, Yes, I will be on Revolt Black News this week with my girl Ebony K. Williams, um, dishing a little bit of this and a little bit of that so you can catch that this Thursday, the day after this here show comes out. Um,
1: yes.
2: I can't remember what time it comes out on Thursday But it comes on on Thursday on Revolt So just watch all the Revolt socials Watch my socials I'll link everything where it needs to be linked You know I ain't never mind linking nothing up So I'm going to do that <laughs> <laughs> And that's that
1: And your Breakfast Club cameo Because we had recorded it and then it came yes, out the day Yes, yes
2: So that was such a great opportunity I actually got to talk about um, Election Day Actually share my post-Election Day thoughts um, on The Breakfast Club, me and Ebony K. Williams, my girl, my uh, co-host over there. Well, I'm the co-host to her host, excuse me, at uh, uh, Holding Court, our uh, other show. But we actually mm-hmm. were on The Breakfast Club. So shout out to Angela Yee, my home girl. Shout out to Charlemagne and shout out to DJ Envy.
1: Angela Yee. We
2: had a very, very, yeah. very great conversation. And like I said, we talked about all things post-election day. So there was a little bit before we knew which way this here thing was going to go. Okay but we were sharing our thoughts so shout out to them it was a great 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 interview it was cool you know the breakfast club you know y'all know i love breakfast yeah (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
1: i know you do (laughs) so i have this week's black business all right friend how black is the business friend this one's actually very black so i'd
0: love to see it
1: black fashion fair this one is for our (laughs) fashion kids okay (laughs) i mad at is laughing already. So there's a site, have y'all checked it out? Have y'all mm. heard of it? What? No, It's pretty impressive. blackfashionfair.org. Okay. Let me let me get So it's the a it's a designer A through Z directory founded by Antoine Gregory. So it highlights Ooh. black designers, fashion designers, accessories, footwear, costume design, and all the designers in between. It's an evolving database that's uh, constantly being resourced and referenced. And remember, we had shouted out Dante Maurice. Remember, we shouted him out, dope, yes. dope, dope-ass yes. photographer yes. from Atlanta, who has blown the hell up this year, might I add. He just shot Viola. He shot Zendaya. Like, he's had an incredible, surreal year, And considering the kind of year it was for him to like come out on top (laughs) in a year like this is just beautiful. So we highlighted him at the top of the year. So it's kind of cool to just see like how his year completely flipped. Mm -hmm. Um, But he is the main photographer on the site. So a lot of the fashion Mm. stories you see, he's the one that uh, creates that. But outside of it just being an A through Z, I see Asante. I can tell your eyes when you're yeah, you over Yeah, I'm all up and through it stuff. now. I'm all up and through <laughs> it, you know. On,
0: on the homepage, you know, so, Soundtrack Salons, down with the click, chopping and screwed. You know, the beautiful black people, you, yeah, the fabrics, that. the all colors. This, like,
1: right. So, I'm here. outside of the A through Z directory, which is tight, because a lot of the times, you know, maybe I need a new sweater, some new pants, a new bag, and I just want to support a black-owned brand. Um, Like the Telfar bag that everybody is obsessed over now. (laughs) You know, they have all those brands. Um, But outside of that, they also have a community tab. And what I love about this is that it provides mentorship, internship, and scholarship information for young designers, for the future design students in all areas of fashion with an emphasis on purpose, nourishing their potential, and embracing the nuances of the individual voices. And I love this because they literally put together grants and really just try to help become an ecosystem for the young designers that might not have that access and opportunity. What a resource. So if you click, what a resource, right? So if you click on the community tab, you'll see that they have uh, different emails. They have the partnership email, designer inquiries, educational initiatives and development press, you name it, it's at the bottom of the page. So outside of the designer directory, you're also getting some internship, internship scholarship um, opportunities that are starting in 2021. So wanted to put that out there for our fashion babies that listen to the show. And that's it. BlackFashionFair dot org, and that's this week's Black Business.
0: Love it, love it.
1: So good, right? I was so like, good. I'm about to live. On this site because I need a whole new wardrobe. I don't know for what. But maybe <laughs> and when one day I tell we'll you, e-
0: everything on here, like you accessories, it? you know, hoodies, like fashion, fashion shit too, not just I like mean, basic shit. Two yeah, pieces, It's for like, everything.
1: It's mm-hmm. for everyday wear. It's high end, low end, everything in between. Love it. And then you see that directory is not a game. You can keep scrolling and it Mm -hmm. has everybody.
0: I'm a little enthralled. I have to get, I have to minimize this. Sorry. Go ahead.
1: (laughs) And you know, what's cool. They're developed. If you click on the stories tab, um, Mm -hmm. it's a new thing. Now that they're developing where they're going to actually give you the background stories of each designer and you know, like how they got to where they got their connections video visuals of their background just everything for those of you that just looking for some inspo so i thought that was cool i'm looking forward to that tab being developed a little more
0: i love this
1: right mm. you guys ready to jump into this week's recap
2: i'm actually ready to jump into the blackfashionfair.com but I, we gonna do the research.
0: dot <laughs> <laughs> org yeah dot org don't don't end up in the wrong place now
1: <laughs> right, that might be another black fashion fan. So,
2: last oh, week's episode, suck it, suck
1: it now. <laughs> titled, deity, deity of education. It was the Dustin Ross takeover. We discussed the relationship dynamics, red flags. witnessed on Tamar Braxton's latest show, "Get Your Life." Dustin, anything you want to add to that?
2: You know, I just want to thank everyone who actually went back and watched the show i got so much feedback on twitter and um via other social media platforms about people who because of our conversation went and actually viewed all six episodes of the series and everyone was just kind of blown away by the blatant nature of those red flags you speak of so shout out to everybody who just kind of took the time and you know dove in to really see what we were talking about i got a lot of love for tamar braxton and I hope she figures it out, but I think that she needs to get out of her own way first. Thank you.
1: Someone said it felt like you created the Tamar Raxton unsung with your monologue oh, at the top. Oh wow! I like yes. to thank the
2: Academy. <laughs> Sounds so. Thank you.
1: I bet you single handedly boosted the show's ratings. That's right. Think we think how many of us. Would not have watched it on our own, but just felt curious and Mm -hmm. wanted to contribute to the conversation.
2: Thank you. Shout out to WeTV. I love you guys. Hire me.
1: Thanks. Asante. who stood out to you?
0: I want to give a shout out. I actually dipped into those SoundCloud streets, friend. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I would love to let you go first if you're ready or, you know, I could go ahead and take it because I just love to let the ladies go first.
1: You totally can Because I'm actually Dipping into the Twitter streets today mm. Oh
0: okay good So then I'm gonna I Pick a few of these <laughs> then So uh, just to Backtrack really fast Sabrina K Was the one in the Comments on SoundCloud That said Dustin gave us uh, Tamar Braxton unsung Right yes um, Thank
1: you for the credit
0: <laughs> Yeah no worries Because right when you Said that I was like I seen that too So I knew where to right. find it So gotcha you got your credit girl thank you and also <laughs> i want to give a shout out to uh gary benjamin Hall jr who says tamar was the first black big brother winner period because we talked about tamar being a uh, B- big brother in here on here and winning and you brought it back up last week and yes it was very very historical that she was the first black big brother winner and it was unanimous like it was just such a great moment for tamar it was so, and we <laughs>
2: said that and why do his name sound like a, a jazz singer what was his name
1: Gary Holt.
2: What was the uh, the person's name? Comment you just read, Asante? Gary Benjamin Holt, Jr. Dang, don't that sound like, like a jazz singer? That does. Uh-huh.
1: Gary Benjamin Holt, Jr. Sound like he that blow a horn. Good.
0: Sound like he blow a horn. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Um, and yeah, that's really it from the SoundCloud Streets. Fran, what did you find out there in them Twitter streets while he's riding past Dustin?
1: So I won't say any names just because I don't want <laughs> our Christian followers you know, attacking in any way. These are our listeners. But a young woman on Twitter (laughs) said, (laughs) all over the Old Testament, prophets keep interpreting dreams. Clearly that man does not know his Bible. The word dream work is not textually in the Bible, but the art of interpreting dreams is. Say you don't like it. Don't drag God into it. And then she received a response from another listener of ours who said, God's beloved David has his dreams interpreted. They were interpreting dreams in the New Testament, too. The whole time I was listening to the episode, I was fuming because that Negro and his family were wrong.
0: (laughs) Insanely wrong. Right. Right.
1: And then they continued on to the thread, like they never heard or read about Joseph and Genesis. Okay, <laughs> and I was like, this was so dope because I've always admired Bible scholars like people that you speak to and they can tell you any part of the bible front to back like just they can pull out any section you know what i mean i've always admired that i'm like do you know how long the bible is
2: yeah how many pages no i'm just playing no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm just saying, get a Why you got so much times on your hands? Everybody should know the basics like me. You know, be a good person. Mary and Joseph, you know what I'm saying? Disciple. But you don't
1: think that's cool? I the wine? Wow, that's you so impressive. Know.
2: <laughs> me too, because goddamn like you had I to mean, really just hone in like really yeah. be in it I'm glad you said get a life i take my and get your life take my and get a life <laughs> <laughs> that's the title of this here show
1: <laughs> but a lot of but thank you to our biblical scholars who stepped in and schooled us and David as well there were some people that were like interesting to hear David um you know pull the bible when it's convenient Yet he was the one pressuring his non-wife to have sex thank with you. him, and that's
2: what I mean about the <laughs> fake-ass church she needed people. a break, yes,
1: thank right. you. Right, it's out of convenience. So that was those. A lot of points were made, and he looked like a bad streets. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin, <laughs> what you find on the Twitter street? Okay, so I got a couple <laughs>
2: things. I got a couple things here that I want to point out because last week was a good week in these Twitter streets. I'm going to try to keep it non-political. Sure you know what I'm saying? Because I got a whole lot of shit I could have pulled out. Well, I'll give you one. This, uh, this tweet comes from at Tara J, T-E-R-A-H-J-A-Y, Dr. TJ, and he says, the victims of voter fraud, the victims of voter fraud, we don't talk about enough. And he accompanied it with a picture from <laughs> from season two all of American right. Idol. I, 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 the
0: three of them standing <laughs> <with> <laughs> there.
2: <laughs> Fantasia, Jennifer Hudson, and Latoya London, who we all know they were the trifecta of season two of American Idol. Fantasia went on to, to great heights of success. Jennifer Hudson, we know, Oscar winner, Academy Award winner, you know, Grammy winner, all that. Um, and Latoya London, who actually had other success as well, too, after the show. But they was the three best ones. And and as my next tweet, which comes from our boy Kirk writes on Twitter.
1: Kirk, Kirk
2: said, Kirk what quoted up? that tweet and said, every black person in America was pissed this night. Pissed! <laughs> and we were when they was in the bottom three. So just wanted to give that, you know, a little bit of that. And also, one other thing I want to <laughs> mention, I got a lot of comments this week um, showing love to us for uh, playing DJ k Swift, um, Baltimore Club music, and also oh yeah a lot, a of, people lot of people from Miami hit us up about playing DJ Uncle Al. y'all know we like hey. those 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 cultural uh tunes that really you know <laughs> resonate within us and our fond memories of our hometowns growing up and just good blackness. So shout out to everybody that that struck a chord with really appreciate it and we're gonna continue to dance our pain away. Thank you. Biden. I love
1: that track. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you've been. Jamming you put me on, like <laughs> l- literally every day since. It's just the perfect week to be playing whoa, that. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so this week it's the Asante Smith takeover. We're going in cold. We have no idea what's about to happen. So go ahead and tell us what we're getting into this week, Asante. Oh, yeah.
0: So I know it's my week, but, you know, I kind of wanted to be my friend back a little bit. I always Uh feel like, I mean, just a little bit, but not, you know, in the the contextual way. You know, I didn't get go and pull the research and pull it all up like you do. (laughs) I ain't lay it out. I wanted to get back to basics. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a, you know, we just had the new... Well, we just had the new president elect and <laughs> the, you know, the
1: quote unquote new
0: <laughs> Right, that's what I'm like I don't, you know, it's still such a weird transitional period. Somebody on Twitter transi- gonna
2: say my president is white. You remember how like, <laughs> <by> Jesus, <laughs> like <my president, laughs> I can't even remember who, I couldn't save the tweet in enough time but somebody gonna put my <laughs> president is white talking about Joe Biden and I felt that shit
0: in my soul
1: <laughs> Oh my God. I will say the jokes this fucking week have been immaculate. Oh like, God. people are funny as shit. For real. The way that we turn <laughs> our pain into jokes Every on time. Twitter to not cry.
0: Every so time.
1: Good. <laughs>
0: no, but it's a good time, especially since we dropped the episode right on voting day and we haven't really done any politics anyway. This isn't going to be like a heavy political episode. It's going to be more or less like a political wind down slash audit slash, um, you know, forecasting. You know, I just felt like there was a lot of themes tying together at once last week. You know, the Tamar thing just kind of catapulted me into self-care and creatives and, and then what's next now what's next. So I wanted to start with, you know, just kind of this year. How do you feel about this year? Overall, the roller coasters we've taken, I feel like the past couple or the past few weeks, rather with voting and voting early was kind of a a wild ride in itself, but I wanted to look kind of before that or, or past that, I guess how you perceive time. I don't know words. Um, I wanted to just kind of take a look at how how we've done things this year and how do we think we're going to feel about things next year because it's still kind of a murky territory but you still kind of i still feel like we all can give tips on how to navigate these uncharted waters together because nobody really has the answers but i feel like we can provide insight where possible and where necessary so again what are some of your biggest like wins from this year or things that you really really enjoyed about 2020 if anything 'cause I want to start so you know, start in a positive place.
1: Friend. Um I found it fun. Well, I feel terrible saying that because that's it wasn't fun this year for a lot of people. God forgive me. But I found it doesn't stop. I mean listen, I can only speak my truth. I'm finna change my so name. I right found now. <laughs> He is changing his Zoom name. I'm afraid to see does. to what. <laughs>
0: uh, okay. no, not, she,
1: she <laughs> I have fun. <laughs> no, but all jokes aside, and like I said, I'm only speaking my truth and my experience. That's right,
2: so don't tweet her shit. I said
1: exactly. It. We are fully aware that this year was very heavy for a lot of people um, but many possibilities and experiences can be true at once. That's something else that we also know. Mm. And for me, someone who, has, who had been looking for a way to sit down more and um, have more time for my personal life. That's right. Which last year I kind of started veering into that feeling. Remember like we slowed down with touring. I had a conversation with the guys about needing a break. And they were totally cool with that, thank God. And we we basically did not tour for, like, the first half of the year. Started touring the second half, prepared our tour for 2020, and then got shut all the way down. Mm. Um. So I actually, it was nice that we kind of were forced to shut down in that sense because I had already been looking for that kind of break. And I really was happy to not have to travel <laughs> And, you know, I like I've said I before on the show, tired, <laughs> yeah, I was so tired. You know, we had done three tours at, uh, at the same time and I was feeling a bit of a burnout. And y'all know me. I don't really like being super busy. It actually gives me anxiety when I have a really jam packed schedule. And I know some people love that they like thrive off of being really busy. Mm-hmm. Like it just gives them energy and they feel like, yes, you know, I have all this stuff. But when I look at my schedule, if it's jam-packed, I actually feel like I don't sleep well. <laughs> I can't relax. Yeah. You know, my brain is constantly scanning like what do I need? What's missing? What do I need to do? Da, da, da. And it's this this like uh, pace that <coughs> just doesn't feel natural to me. Um so it was nice this year to just like the world slowed down. Yeah. You know, so I got to slow down. Right. And if it was just it felt very aligned with how I was feeling already. So to me, that part of this year was really, really nice.
0: Yeah. What about you, Dustin? What are some things that you liked <laughs> about this year? Some big wins that you experienced? I ain't like nothing.
2: No, I'm just <laughs> fine. <funny>. I'm just <laughs> fine. I have a lot of things to be grateful for grateful for. I have my health. I have my family's Amen. health. Um, I have love in my life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have, uh, now, see, we ain't have that. to do, we ain't have to do all of that, Eyes all of those things with our hands. We didn't have to do, <laughs> but love you, Fran. But I, um, you know, like I said, it's just been a year of. I think I agree with you, Fran. Um, to your point, as far as this year ca- causing us like a mandatory pause, right? We had to sit our ass yeah. down in certain regards, being quarantined, um, kind of recalibrating as far as connecting with the authenticity of our experiences even as far as spending time with people and with each other you know yes. you couldn't go out and do do things there weren't a lot of distractions so you really kind of had to get to know each other get to know people and um literally a lot of motherfuckers like to say I keep they y'all you, you know y'all love to caption your Instagram pictures I keep my circle small well you really had to this year <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so
2: you know I just think that that was something that forced us to kind of ask ourselves some personal questions, and really actually do the work to find the answers because we had the time. Um, it just was a year of kind of showing and proving without the the pomp and circumstance of it all. Everything got stripped down. You had to trim the fat of your life one way or another. Um, and so for me, it's been a year of professional rebirth. Um, as soon mm-hmm. as quarantine started, I knew that I had a personal responsibility to myself. You know what I mean? To to kind of perform because I felt like the world was on pause. And if I work in entertainment or media, that meant that it was time for me to go. Um, people Step needed up, something yeah. to do, something to listen to, something to watch. And I just kind of took that on as a, a personal um, to-do list. And some of it I did. So I'm very grateful for those things um, and for having the time to kind of sit back and learn more study different things kind of sharpen my skills in different areas um, and develop new ideas and challenge myself to to new things um, in my life personally and professionally so it's just been a year of work and I'm grateful to have that opportunity I'm grateful to um, <clears throat> not have certain anxieties of life that so many other people are bogged down with right now you know what I mean and I'm grateful to be able to pour in where I can and help where I can. And I'm grateful that I have people that will help me when I need it. And it's just been a year of gratitude, reflection, and personal refinement for me. Um, It's also been a year of I've been waiting for this year for four years because we can now cuss Donald Trump's private citizen ass (laughs) out. We can. We can do that now. I've been waiting because, you know. While he was the president, I just tried to hold back from being so absolute in my take on things um, just because I just didn't want to deal with it. But now it's a reflection. He's a bad memory. So I can describe it as such. And I'm very happy about that as well. So what a way to close out 2020. Thank you.
0: (laughs) You know, thank you. You both hit a lot of very great points. Dustin hit like the key point. The Cheeto is done. Like, that is the biggest win so far. That, like, I, like I told you earlier, I'm experiencing some sort of like PTSD or something. Because I'm just still kind of sitting here waiting to see like what dumb shit he gonna do. Because I feel like we experienced so much random, stupid, no, no, my dumb brother. shit. No, no, my brother. <laughs>
2: no ptsd p a r t y that's what you do <laughs> man
0: save me save party
2: me. man let your feet let's dance to the drummer's beat man that's what you do it's time to have a good time we have been so down for so long and that dark cloud at 1600 black lives matter plaza had so many just wow. it just reached so far into other areas of our life. It just made life so hard for the past four years. It made processes more difficult. It made uh, uh just you couldn't get anything done. Everything was fucked up, man. And so I'm glad that that My monkey's sunshine, off our back. Come on, gone. Angela Stones. Okay, <laughs> Angela Stone, not Angie Stone. Angela Stones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I just want to say before I forget, I love that that dustin mentioned love because i remember has uh uh, maybe like a year or two ago she was like wouldn't it be nice to be able to go on hiatus just to be in love for a little bit like for that to just be your focus like you could just take a break put a pause because think of how much energy we put (laughs) dustin (laughs) how much how much what you put what (laughs) You know how much like when we set that intention with our projects and work, like we put our whole mind into these things to make them happen. And it's like but with our partners, they we don't really have the opportunity to put that type of intensity into it. A lot of times with all the travel and your mind is fragmented into so many other things. And just we were like fantasizing about like a love break. (laughs) And I feel like that's what happened to me this year. So I was thankful (laughs) It worked out. It totally panned out. So cheers to that. Panned out in the pandemic. Yes. Amen.
0: (laughs) And you know what? Coupling that, doubling that back to what you were saying before, like how the whole world, you know, was on hiatus and had to pause. I think that that's probably the best part for some more than others. I feel like, you know, there were definitely a lot of people that have suffered in some way or another. But for me, where I felt like I suffered, I really had to look back and say, even though I felt like I was suffering cuz you remember I had to move and I was pissed about it and it was some right. bullshit. Even though I had to do that shit and it was some bullshit. Like I had to do it. So it's done now. I'm in great space, great energy. I've been able to reset, you know what I'm saying? I've been able to really stretch my legs and actually be comfortable during quarantine as opposed to being miserable where the fuck that I where I was or, you know, being displaced. But that was a blessing to even be able to say that I could land on my two feet cuz for you know, some shit to go down in the pandemic and then to be alone in the city, you're having friends, yes, but family like, you know, far, far away and not knowing how you're gonna be able to afford to do this or that, or to even think about what sort of resources could be extended to you. You're just frazzled. And so imagine outside of a relationship being fragmented, always being fragmented from your damn self. So as Quarantine person, has been yeah. great for me to just be able to like sit with my own thoughts and you know talk to myself and have myself dance party and you know party in the kitchen while I'm cooking like it's just been a great time. To <laughs> Nigga, really, you be <laughs> dancing while you cook? Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Sometimes I'll be having them do a whole playlist. If I I'll see like, you pop, pop locking lock stirring a pot of greens, <laughs> I swear to God,
1: man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> look, look, look. If the if the record, cause look, oh, I, I was thinking about
1: the, like the uh, mom's, pop lock mom's and boyfriend. Drop it. From baby boy. baby boy,
2: you owe some eggs. <laughs> Hell no, no <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine being <laughs> butt naked in your mama's kitchen? God damn, man, yes,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would support that. <laughs> Do the damn thing, mom. No, but I think too, this year, <laughs> this year solidified community too, like mm. the way that we were able to lean on each other. Uh, because everybody was feeling it differently this year. We're all experiencing it very differently, but it was nice to catch each other in the ebbs and flows. You know, like some of us, and we had the capacity to pour in a little bit. It was nice to be able to do that when some of us needed to be poured into a little bit. I feel like there was a lot more transparency this year within my community. Like people just finally admitting, like, I'm not okay. Um,
0: Child Jada and her entanglement. No, I'm just playing.
1: (laughs) But, you know, it was just nice. Like, I feel like I, my friends, my support systems, we all really, really saw each other with a lot of clarity this year. And not to say, like, um, if people weren't helping each other. Because remember that tweet? Was it Tia Maori or somebody's tweet that we were making fun of where she was like, this is where you learn who your real friends are. And it's like, no, actually, a lot of people were struggling and didn't have time for everybody. You know, I okay. had to process in their own way. But I felt confident in what I could contribute to my friends' lives this year and vice versa and it just I just feel solid. Like That's I good, love my friend. friends so much deeper this year. That's good. I've friend. spent a shit ton of time with Crystal <laughs> and Jade <laughs> and it has been amazing. I don't think we've ever gotten to yep. spend this much time together. Like I see them every week. When did we ever do that? I don't there was know no but
2: I'm, I'm mad. I'm <laughs> mad I just get in on a Facetime when I can with y'all. Uh, you know what I'm saying I just be That should be
1: cracking me up. I'm not like, with you, Hi, Dustin. Hi, y'all. Yeah,
2: just be Facetiming. well, hey, uh huh. And Dustin me the and interview. I had the
1: same outfit this week, we which was did, so funny, friends.
2: Oh my god, <laughs> we both had that bucket low. Like fuck it though, we had a bucket hat <laughs> on. It was perfect, and yours was oh so god. cute, friend.
1: Oh my god, but yeah. So I just also want to shout out my relationships just outside of romantic, but just all of them just felt so good this year. And I'm thankful for that.
2: Yeah. I, um, I agree. It's been a great year for friendship. Um, and I'm grateful for my friends that I have. I'm just grateful. Like I said, I'm not even going to get right. all on my soapbox. Shout out to James Caldwell on, uh, on YouTube, Spill it <laughs> Boy TV. He'd be like, let me get off my soapbox. But boom, boom, bam. I love James. Follow him on YouTube. If y'all don't already subscribe to his channel, Spillaboy TV, but I'm going to get off my soapbox, but I'm just very grateful. This is very much a moment of gratitude for me. So catch me while I'm being nice. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Because they don't, you know, like XDB saying, shit ain't sweet. Okay. So catch me now. while I'm feeling this gratuity.
0: Now, as you're saying, you know, catch you while you're being nice. um, Are you already kind of thinking about well, you know, both y'all and all y'all listening to, are you already kind of thinking about or wondering like, you know, what next week what next year's gonna be like or Hell yes. Um like, friend, that's what I'm forecasting because I feel like I'm already late to the game because I know I'd be talking to you and you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'm already thinking about 2022," and I'm just like, "Well, damn, I forgot it's about to be a whole new year." And you a, a year, you next year, damn. Like, so that's why I'm just like, "All right, well, you know, now we about to get it. I'm I'm not going to be late for Christmas this time. Like, you know, Thanksgiving I can get the tickets so I can go somewhere this time. Well, well maybe not, but that's something I do want to touch on too. You know, we are coming up on holidays: um, Thanksgiving, Christmas uh do you have plans are you trying to make plans how are you thinking about doing that with um covid and i guess before we even do that there are these stories coming out about this vaccine
1: oh god (laughs) don't give me Uh, nightmares
0: so just just keep that vaccine in your mind before we even get there but we're coming up on the holidays are you thinking about you know doing some zoom spectaculars are you showing up places with the face mask? Uh, actually this might be a little bit too much Let me just back this up Because the only reason I thought to ask this Because I feel like people are going to think to themselves Like we need to think of some creative ideas But I also don't want people tweeting The wrong like all up in And talking about well you shouldn't do this Because one of the things about
1: I mean it, this is, whole, what it, is.
0: it is what it <laughs> is But one of the things about this whole COVID thing That I'm just like so stuck with Is like everybody has to Take care of themselves somehow whether it is staying the fuck home, whether it might be, you know, going out every once in a while to get some sunlight or drink outside, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody has to do what they have to do to stay sane or, you know, whole or what they got to do. So that's why I don't even want to start a narrative to where people can feel like they should judge, because I don't want anybody judging each other, because I know we keep seeing these numbers spiking and it just makes us panic. And I, I don't want us to panic and, and well, judge Well, I each wasn't
1: other. going anywhere anyways. I'm the <laughs> I'm the cousin that pulls up for you know 30 minutes tops (laughs) says hi to everybody eats a little bit of food to not be disrespectful and then gets the fuck out so this is fabulous (laughs) (laughs) fan fucking tastic i don't have to do that i don't even have to give 30 minutes (laughs) i can just text you and be like well girl you know it's a pandemic
0: you don't (laughs)
1: Have y'all seen that video with that girl? She's like, it's a pandemic. Yeah, yeah, that, and she's eating chips. She just <laughs>
2: won an E People's <laughs> Choice Award. Um, forgive me because I don't have her name, but I literally just I followed know. her like two days ago. She, she is so funny. Is and I'm not hysterical. even about to do that like that. Let me get her name. Right,
1: you're right. Because you can look her up so and give her credit. Funny. she would be like, I can't go. It's a pandemic. No, no, pandemic.
2: <laughs> her name, her name is Elsa, and her Twitter account is M A, or excuse me her instagram account is majimb.o she is according to her bio <laughs> a multi-award winning <laughs> chess champion and professional bragger she is okay. hilarious yo
1: so like damn that. funny i <laughs> sent that video to the girls i was like this is us to the <laughs> team <laughs> because it's a pandemic i will find any excuse to not go anywhere so this just did it for me. I'm very thankful.
0: Fran, you literally um, just said, I, I will find any excuse to not <laughs> like, go anywhere. She Eddie, said, this is enough. It's she raining does not have to do anything. <laughs> it's
1: raining too hard. Oh, the, the train. I heard the train was crazy, man. I don't know. You know, My step said wet. She
0: has all she needs to stay home and to stay home. The That's all the reason. i really right? wet.
1: I heard it's dangerous to walk on. I don't have the right... The, I don't have a raincoat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not you have them ready, girl. I like uh, that. You know,
1: so... I'm I'm not going anywhere So I'm very thankful
0: <laughs> See the original reason that I even asked too Is cause I was in Atlanta To see my dad For his birthday Which oh, was that
1: video Happy birthday was Dante, Daddy. That
0: was amazing It was a Happy great time Happy
1: birthday dad <laughs>
0: It's great to go And surprise him But I was fucked up Cause Atlanta was so Like open Like motherfuckers Just didn't give a shit And it was great <laughs> It was amazing But it's also like Well what the like? What the <laughs> hell? Like I, I, I don't know. Like I, I got my Purell with me, but damn, like you know what else like was, was amazing. Just-
2: social distancing in that airport wasn't it Asante this is the time to fly and and, and, and,
0: and, and that was why honestly Baby. that was why I did it I went to Atlanta because right now and you know Atlanta's airport is a Delta hub but Delta is one of the airlines because I, th- I heard everybody ain't doing it and I can't believe that's true but, every, but Delta is one of the airlines that is socially distancing there are no people in the in between seats because of my status I got an upgrade so I was sitting in first class so I definitely didn't have anybody next Ooh. to me Yo, NeNe it NeNe was leaks. amazing. Okay, leaks, NeNe leaks, okay. like it was like I had all the leg space I needed, and I had all the air, like breathing space I needed, because there were there was virtually no one around. You me You still
1: have a Delta status.
0: <laughs> well,
1: damn, man, my shit tanked. My shit I is at copper.
0: <laughs> look, look. I had me some statuses from credits. So <laughs> that's what helped me out. I was like, well, what is this credit from? And, then and they, they the, had the
1: nerve to charge me for clear and TS. oh, I had told I clear like, no uh, thank uh, you.
0: Uh, <laughs> 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 well, look, oh, I told clear. Now. now, here's the thing, right? I told clear no thank you because it's only for one year. But pre check, whenever pre check pre-check it's five years, it, yeah, that's right? That's what so I said. They, you know, I don't they got it. I don't think they asked me for it yet. But but whenever PreCheck asked me for it, they can get it because it's always for five years. So I'm always like, all right, you know what? This is multiple. So this is necessity. I'll take it. Thank you. Like always. Unfortunately, I got to the airport too early on my way back. So PreCheck wasn't even open. But that was nothing. Wow. Um, I kept my clear. (laughs) Look.
1: Yeah, but you've been traveling. So I would keep it too. I'm still see-through. I literally, i have not gone anywhere. And then I wanted to go away for New Year's um you know to like secluded somewhere but mm -hmm. because but because the numbers of spike so crazy my fear is to get stuck Mm -hmm. somewhere and not be able to get back here yeah somewhere that doesn't fuck with new york like that and then i'm stuck i was like let me not play myself because
2: there's some places we cannot go
1: and the way my rent is is um hmm. the cost of this rent if I'm gonna be stuck anywhere, it better be here oh, hello my house
0: shit <laughs> come on now, come on um <laughs> were there so we we don't really know what to look for think about for next year, but what were you already thinking about this year that didn't work out, and do you feel like um if next year? the we start to slowly open back up are there things that you kind of already have an idea of or um because i feel like a lot of us have been taking this time to learn and educate or or mope and grope and groan but some of us have been just kind of figuring out new interests so are you kind of thinking about like well if america open back up i'm not doing uh i'm not going to my receptionist job no more i'm gonna be a bad bitch painter like i am because i can recreate the fuck out some (laughs) shit like because I've been meeting a lot of people that did one thing and now they're already like looking to do something else or thinking about doing something Same. else. Like and I'm just wondering like how different everything is gonna look when and if the world opens back up. I wanna know if y'all have this like thought process too. Fran, what you thinking?
1: Um, I mean, what's funny is I spoke to um The woman I call my oracle. (laughs) Oh, yes. So I was talking to her about all my plans for next year. And she was like, that's great. (laughs) (laughs) And it was kind of cool because she was like, you know, what's funny is we try to control so many things where we decide like next year, this, 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 this. She was like, that's fine and beautiful. And you should have that intention set. But leave things a little more open, you know, sometimes for God to kind of work magic and and as things are moving and shifting in your life just leave room for those changes to have space and grace you know what i mean and so that it's not me trying to be so controlling in the hand of fate. (laughs) so Mm. um because i was telling her like the different things i want to do in different places and even where i was moving to um and you know and she said okay but what if it's not this country and it's that country how would you feel and i was like yeah, let me not be so rigid. Because, you know, that's how you set yourself up for disappointment, too. I'd have been like, um, girl, just so say glad. it. glad. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, that's not where I'm going, me. is it? <laughs> <laughs> but I did appreciate what she was saying, you know, because sometimes you can try to be so controlling of things. And it's nice to just leave things more open to what they like, because we don't even know what. Tw- Imagine if I had said, oh, I'm moving to such and such country in 2020. And then this came.
0: Mm -hmm. You know,
1: that would have thwarted everything and I would have been so hurt and disappointed. So I get what she means about just leaving enough room for grace. So I have an idea of what I want 2021 to feel like, which includes me moving and just kind of like pivoting into more um, land, family, personal life being developed a little bit more. And pouring energy into those new chapters that I think, you know, uh, need my attention. Um, but we'll see how the year feels because who knows, child? <laughs> mm-hmm. We didn't see this year coming. So I'm also open to whatever God has in store for me.
0: How about you, Dustin Ross?
2: Um, I feel just like I do every year around this time. I'm I'm just trying my best to be my best. I had some really magical Period. shit lined up for this year that was like right friend (laughs) but like you know and things will continue to they will take place it just wasn't it it just wasn't possible for them to happen literally this year um so they will happen and so I still have those beautiful 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 things to look forward to and who knows what new opportunities will, will come my way or that I'll encounter along the way so I'm just re- remaining optimistic, hopeful and trying my best to be prepared and you know yes. as well equipped as I can be to you know just rise up to whatever my challenge is. Um and I mean the good kind of challenges, not the bad kind. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> we had enough of those. Yeah,
2: that's the shit I'm on, dog. Like you know, I just want to be um continue to remain authentically Dustin while refining myself to like I said, rise up to certain challenges and tasks. And um, that's just what I'm on. I'm just trying not to cuss nobody out. Uh, Trying to, you know, always have on clean socks. You know, it's a few things that I've been devoting my time to, (laughs) Um, and that's that. I definitely uh, miss my family. Uh, My parents are a little bit older, so I've been kind of staying away from them because I do live in filthy ass New York. And, you know, I just don't want to mix all that. Yes, I have traveled, you know, shout out to Crystal because she's going to let me, you going to let me in that house. But um, yes, I have <laughs> been traveling, but I've been sitting still, you know, and um, that's it, Asante. I really wish I could be more specific because I kind of feel like I'm talking in circles, but no, no, I can't. You, so, but I'm, I'm just excited. Right. I had some great things planned. Like, I, you know what? Fuck it. I'll spill the beans on one thing. So one thing that I was going to do this year was I was going to do a stand up comedy tour. Okay. We had like Cities Picked event venues picked all that shit and
1: i know we
2: did not announce it but on the flip side number one i feel like i can write a better 45 minute set now number two i have so much more material to use and be inspired by when I do take Mm -hmm. the stage in that way, number three, that may not even look like a traditional stand-up routine anymore. It may have evolved into some sort of one man show, or there may be other performance elements that have uh, materialized at this point. So sometimes you have to hit pause, but when you press play again, it's even better than it was intended to be at first. So that's kind of the lens I'm looking at, you know, and that's just one thing that I was really looking forward to this year. I love being on stage connecting with people y'all know I love to laugh and nothing brings me more joy than making other people laugh so it was like a a natural fit for me shout out to Alex Rago um we just been cooking and working hard so I'm just I'm looking forward to next year and I'm damn sure
0: looking forward to 2022. Thank you. So you both hit it like on the head I just needed to know if you were the type because <clears throat> the type to Whether you're the type to, like, really plan ahead in that manner, like, all right, well, I'm going to do this from this quarter or or whatever, or do you just kind of, um, I'm the type of person, rather, what my process is, I like to just take in as much information as possible and kind of figure out how I want to move from there as opposed to um, appropriate planning. (laughs) That, you know, right. it's not necessarily the best, but I just always like to have information whether I want to use it or not. So when I do get in certain creative spaces, it's hard for me to share my thoughts and opinions without it just being. um It's hard for me to just leave a thought and opinion and just leave it like it's like letting go of something. Like whenever we work in projects like editing a movie or something, having to trim the fat, like if you have to get a music video down to four minutes Um, and I'm sitting up here at four minutes and five seconds. It's going to take me days to figure out like why, what's going to be important about cutting these five seconds. If you know, my vision, I feel like might have to extend it by these five seconds. It's just very hard for me to plan certain things because I just feel like I always need to have information. Um, so it was great that this year, everybody had to stop, like everybody that, plans and everybody that needs something um not necessarily for me period but like you know needs to need something like whether from the world or uh for themselves like everybody just kind of had to reset nobody was in this mode of well these motherfuckers gonna act like um they can't complete this job because it's a pandemic outside because i feel like once i moved to new york it was like all bets were off and you always got to be in some shit. Like, like, New York just feels very much like that. Like, um, you wake up in the morning, it's noise outside, you get on the train, it's noisy, you go into the office, it's stuffy, you wake up in these small ass apartments or whatever, like, New hey! York just very much well, <laughs> well, I was, when I was back in Atlanta, that shit was like Like, it was just... Little things kept flooring me that I just remember hearing when I was younger in Atlanta. Like, I remember meeting people from, like, kids or and and adults. I remember meeting people just being like, wow, in Atlanta, y'all got trees down here. Like, I was like, what? But living in New York, I see why people appreciate them trees because on New York, the sidewalk could be, you know, one tree here or there. But in Atlanta, it'd be full-on parks where it could be a a parking garage or a multi-level building. But I just love the fact that everybody had this moment to be quiet and be introspective so they weren't necessarily worried about what everybody else was doing so I feel like there was a lot less pressure just like um overall I feel like because pressure was removed um it released a New York City pressure which released like a spiritual pressure for me which kind of um helped release um an anxiety pressure for me because even going to the studio was kind of like uh it was cool to be in the studio with y'all but like even kind of waiting around in that outside space and all that stuff was not giving me anxiety but it made me a little nervous like I was always nervous especially at the first studio was recording that, you just never know who you was gonna see whether it was somebody you knew or just some gang shit or just some just full-on nigga shit anyway like but being at home I've been able to really like center myself and I'm able to like make myself some damn tea before I record with you guys. I'm able to set it up myself if something goes wrong it's my damn fault. So we don't got to sit there while they changing out all them damn machines and we just like, "All right, well, I've got something to do right after this." Like, what the fuck? Like, it's easier for you to kind of, it's easier for me to kind of uh move and think and just be. And as an adult, I haven't reached that level yet like or it's been so so long since I've been able to say I haven't reached this level. And so to be at this level, I'm still saying I haven't reached this level yet. So it's kind of even hard to take this look at myself and be like, damn, you are a whole human being. Like you can actually take care of yourself. And like I said earlier, like fall on your two feet, even in the pandemic. So it's just (laughs) been like, I know, like, Fred, you laughed in the beginning and you weren't meaning anything by making this light. But like, for me, this is such a uh, I wanted to have a great light conversation about, you know, kind of how the year's been, because there's so much dark that's happened. But, you know, we got this new president and I know people are feeling this rejuvenation. So I wanted to ask the rejuvenation. I want to take a look back at all the bullshit that we've had over the past year, but also all the great things that have happened over, you know, over the past year in case we have to experience this pandemic or, you know, the quarantine for another three, six months, 12 months, a year, you know, 12 months a year. Uh, fives, 10s, 15s, 20s. Uh, anyway, sorry, that was Jessica Dime. Uh, I just really wanted to be able to kind of look at what things that we have. I don't want to say prospered from, but the themes that kind of stuck out to us that we were able to grow from over the past year and see. Um, those patterns so we can make those connections for next year because I don't want us to be all down and out as we continue into this pandemic because some people are still holding on to those ideas of what they thought they would be doing this year. Like there are still some people running around saying like, man, before this happened, I was about to be number one, like number one. So now you're figuring out like, well, yeah, you were about to be number one, but you can sit back and look. Well, did you really want to be number one in this or were you just doing this for whatever reason? And you really get to take time to choose how you want to move forward. So I wanted to have this great conversation with you all about, you know, just being great. Because even though some shitty times, we all just have to figure out how to be great. And being great don't necessarily mean being happy. But, you know, you just got to be able to look in, look inside so you can survive out. And that's really it. I mean, if y'all got some closing remarks y'all want to add to this hot button, that would be appreciated. But also not necessary. Fran?
1: Um, last thing I wanted to say, I guess, is it's also been cool to see the innovation that has come out of this year. Um especially with creatives, black creatives, you know, like <laughs> at the top of the year when Kaylani filmed her music video herself. Like <laughs> remember it was at the video for Toxic and it was so cool to see. And even just the award shows when we were like, well, how are they going to do award shows if there's no audience? And I personally feel that the award shows are better this way because mm. there's a <laughs> lot more creativity put into it. It's not just the artist standing on a stage doing the same old two step like they actually had to create a scene, a vision, an almost like old school music videos. They have budgets because they didn't have to use that budget for the stage, you know, like just a lot that was able to be allocated differently. And I think it it was to our advantage cuz the creativity this year has been amazing to see. All the apps, you know. Um, Clubhouse. Now even the even um the TV shows, like seeing how you know on Zoom, like how they how they have to create this new structure now where yes. everyone's in their fucking living room, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't know. I I think the most exciting part is seeing how people pivot when they don't have access to their usual day to day resources.
0: Mm. Very well said. Dustin
2: Ross. I think one of the best things to come out of this year was Cocktails with Queens on Fox Soul.
1: Um, (laughs) I
2: do enjoy them. Shout out to my friend Claudia Jordan. She is the host of a panel talk show um, that she created on Fox Soul. She has her own show on there called Out Loud with Claudia Jordan. But she also has a show called Cocktails with Queens that comes on on Monday nights. It's Claudia Jordan, Selena Johnson, another friend of mine who's a great person, um, Lisa Ray. And Vivica A. Fox, and the four of them sit up and literally talk cash shit about whatever they decide they want yes, to. Yes, yes. And they have some great mm-hmm. guests on there, and just hearing their perspectives is really, really interesting. So shout out to the Cocktails of Queens on Fox Soul because I have really been no, because I don't know
0: shit at all.
2: Lisa Ray went off about all. the brat going on there, but you know that's family business. You got to stay up out of that mm-hmm. shit. And also shout out to Angela Yee. She just <laughs> announced a new show on uh, Fox Soul as well called Established with Angela Yee. <laughs> Yeah, so it's a lot of good stuff. What's
1: what's the show about? It's an interview based
2: series. Yeah, she interviews people, um, and it looks really good. The set looks amazing. Um, that she's on, it's virtual right now. Um, and it's just interesting. So, the first episode just came out that makes me happy, established with I'm happy for her to
1: step and Mm -hmm. do her solo thing Mm because I look like. I know a lot of people have their feelings about her because of Breakfast Club, but I'm like, she's a really nice person. Like she's, she's a just dope, very so I'm nice happy. person. Dope. Yes, right? She's so kind and probably in this industry one of the nicest people I've met. That's yeah. always looking out, like how they can support, how they can help, who always. they can connect you with, always. So I'm happy to see her. Me too. You know, uh, get her fruit, the herb, her flowers. Shout out I'll to Anjali, her fruit. established.
2: Just Angelique. So I guess that's a little. Nope early tv land bit for you guys established with angela Yee on fox soul as Hi. well as cocktails with
0: queens on fox soul that's a great union right yep. there I'ma angeli on fox soul because you know i'll be watching the fox soul now so angeli i'm gonna be watching that but yeah like i said that puts the button in the hot button <laughs> hey hbcu fam get ready to turn up the energy We can bring on the wind chimes, friend. I would love for you to get it popping again.
1: <laughs> well, first, thank you for the hot button, Asante. Um, So I wanted to talk really quickly about scent and how important of a role it plays in your day-to-day activities. Like, especially now, I know we're home a lot. Are there things that you do, like whether it's incense, certain mists or sprays or things that you need to use scent based um I'm trying to think of what's the word like that's just, just to activate a, yeah like it just triggers different responses that you might need throughout the day and using scent to create that Shh. Is that something that you do throughout the day or is that not really your zhuzh
2: Uh sure so in my bathroom I like to smell a little mm. Clorox bleach uh, <laughs> in addition to a citrus-smelling cleaner, preferably Lysol because it, you know, kills everything, including Dorona. Um, so I like to use that. Dorona. I also love the way that I can smell the fragrance of my antibacterial hand soap as I'm washing my hands in the <laughs> bathroom. Um, in addition to that, I like the smell of that wood they call Palo Santo. Uh, yes. I definitely yes, burn that in Come my on. career because it is the one thing that can cut the smell of... Um, legalized cannabis uh, in your home, so th- I do appreciate that. Um, also, I am a person who wears deodorant. Shout out to Native. Shout out to Lone. Shout out to all the wonderful... <laughs> hell, Degree. Shout out to all the deodorant brands that we <laughs> love and support. And I also am an advocate um, and zealot of cologne. cologne, if you will. Ooh, cologne.
1: Which cologne which do you like right I'm now? I'm currently
2: wearing Dior Sauvage um, mm, I
1: like how that sounds. Yeah,
2: and I like the fact that it's got this little magnet in the top. When you put it on, it just whoosh, sucks the top right back mm. on it. It's so cool. <laughs> um, I, but prior to that, I used to wear Versace off okay, for men. It was great. <laughs> um, in the blue bottle with the squiggly edges. You know which one I'm talking about. <laughs> Um, you always
1: smell good, so I thank trust you, that darling. these are wonderful scents. And
2: you always smell good, too. And that's why Things I, I know y'all know what I'm talking about. Because cologne is important. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if we at home quarantined it's, or not. Make yourself no, listen, smell good.
1: I realized, especially because we've been home, mm-hmm. that scent is so important to me. Like, even if I'm not going anywhere, I have mm. no plans. I'm just going to be in the living room. I have to shower it's, Number uh, one Yes Has to happen And I have to smell like something mm-hmm. Like I love Well moisturized Scented skin mm. And it, it's something mm. where You ever have something where If you leave your house If you forget it You will absolutely go back home
2: <laughs> Yeah Like uh-huh. for some people
1: That might be lip balm Or gum Or something but. I have to go but Right I was gonna say Or or plant medicine <laughs>
2: Sidewalk. I got to For me it right it's on. a
1: scent. <laughs> For me, it's earrings. If I don't have earrings on, I'm going the fuck back home. I'm <laughs> sorry. That's the old lady in me. My earrings. Um, but I do need That's to real. smell like something. Like I I've the other day I I went and I was like I, I was like, wait, I didn't put any oils on? Like, hell no. Like, <gasps> right back upstairs. Okay. I
2: don't give a fuck how <laughs> Cause far you're.
1: Yeah, it's such a big part of my comfort mm-hmm. and my ease. You know, it's just mm-hmm. having these scents that are very intentional. Like, for me, it's like, of course, y'all are not surprised. Like, the frankincense and myrrhs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and Dustin mentioned in his shower, even though you were joking about, like, the cleaning products. But, I honestly, wasn't joking. eucalyptus. Well, no, I know you use them. Shit, I, my, my saying... bathroom smell good.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> But in my bathroom, I love to put a couple drops of eucalyptus oil. And so when that shower hits, especially if it's a hot Mm. shower, that steam combined with that eucalyptus, for some people, it gives them energy. For me, because obviously our bodies will respond differently Mm -hmm. to different scents. For me, it makes me feel so calm. And you remember, and I don't know if in high school or college, you guys ever took like a psychology class Mm -hmm. where they taught you about Pavlov's dog Mm -hmm. with the classical conditioning, Mm -hmm. where he would, when he was uh, going to feed them, he would ring a little bell. And so he conditioned them to, when the bell's ringing, it's like food's coming. Because he kept doing that over and over. So as soon as he would ring the bell, the dogs would literally start drooling. Because they knew food was coming.
2: Pavlov, so, Scott Young.
1: <laughs> wow. And so I kind of have that relationship with different scents. Where the different scents, I kind of know what that means for my day. So eucalyptus, I could be somewhere, and if I smell it, my body thinks it's time to get to go to sleep because it's the, sh- the sh- uh, sleep shower. As soon as I smell you it, know? I
2: start looking like Dion Warwick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) And in the first thing in the morning, I burn resins, which we've mentioned on this show before. uh, For people who don't know what resins are, they're the sap that comes from a tree. Mm -hmm. Like the plant secretes the saps. And it's actually a protective response to injury. So like if someone cuts the tree or, you know, peels it, whatever, you'll see sap. I'm sure you've seen it before where you'll see like the little sap that kind of dries up. Yeah, it's
2: like Mm pre-cum, but it's tree-cum.
1: Tree comes. Yeah. That's exactly what it is.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and I it protects the it. plant. <laughs> and then she just went right along with it. Keep driving, <laughs> it. I mean, you have Tree to. Uh, driving, that's friend. exactly what it is. <laughs> Jesus.
1: <laughs> and the resin protects the plants from insects and pathogens. And like I said, from injuries. But you can actually use the resins. A lot of those are used as the base for incense. Mm-hmm cones a lot of the smell goods that we use but i burn the resins um on on a piece of charcoal on top of a burner and mm. i wanted to shout out Haz actually she has an apothecary called resonance apothecary you can literally type that into google resonance is r-e-s-o-n-a-n-c-e apothecary a-p-o-t-h-e-c-a-r-y and she has a shop with a lot of beautiful wonderful plant medicine sprays but particularly there is a resin that she made it's called paradise you guys I
2: want some Mm -hmm. already I want it now let me
1: tell you she named that appropriately because I have turned into Pavlov's dog with that (laughs) damn resin you
2: start drooling for
1: it. to the point where if she don't have it in stock I start feeling (laughs) i it getting Auntie. i even told her i was like maybe i need to actually wean myself <laughs> off of it because if she ever stops making it i can't be pressuring her to, to put it in stock mm-hmm. you know like that's you know that ain't cute Damn, but let friend. me tell you i know it's he loves it uh, it is so good it's it's to the point where as soon as i wake up it's the first thing I do is burn that scent. It's like, it's the start of my day. Before I drink my water, before I brush my teeth, shower, I have to burn a resin. Anytime anyone comes to my house and they smell it, it's like in my walls at this point. I was like, I might need to smell that frowning.
2: Trust me, lovely. I can relate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but listen, it has frankincense, pine, myrrh, sage, Ooh. and amber. Just oh, think of already, that. Already, already,
0: already. I Think of that amber combination.
1: Smell. Oh, Amber is actually one of my favorite scents. So that combined with Franks and Samur and then yes. obviously the sage and then the pine, which kind of lifts it a little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's just so savory with that little hints of telling. sweetness. Yeah, you know, she's a G when it comes to this stuff. So the Paradise Resin Blend um, on Resonance Apothecary, it's, it lasts you a long time because you don't need to put more than, you know, a, a couple little pebbles of, it, of the of the sap into the charcoal not a
2: lot baby girl just a little bit
1: <laughs> it burns for at least 5 minutes straight and if you've ever used a resin burner you know that it's way more intense than incense this shit mm-hmm. will smoke out your entire crib off of one yeah, I can't do that. use Right. If you have smoke alarms, might not be for you. And it is too strong for some people. I've had people start coughing up a storm when I've burned it. So (laughs) it's not for everybody.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker got an iron log over there. there.
1: (laughs) 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 It's not for everybody, but I personally am used to it and I really love it. But I had to shout out this blend because it is just ugh. My god, and the and it's a f- it's $15 for the tin of it, but like I said a little goes a long way. But I was just curious how scent plays a role in your days because I realized it's so important to my day. Yeah. Like it really is. There's whether it's the scent I'm wearing, whether it's the scent I'm burning as soon as I wake up, whether it's the scent that my body needs at night in the shower to know that it's time to wind down. It's like it it just it activates the different parts of my day. And kind of like sets the tone for what the day, for what that part of my day is looking for. You know, whether it's energy, whether it's ease. Um, And I was reading on the Harvard website and it was saying, because, you know, how smell is linked to memory. That's why Mm. you ever walk by someone and smell a cologne and it makes you think of someone Uh, like someone else. uh, Yes. Yes. And you'd be like, oh, but like you're like, wow, that's crazy that that made me transport to a completely different time what's or it could even be you something you wore
0: what's worse mm-hmm. is when you take the time to break down the scent and how it smells on somebody else <laughs> never mind sorry i'm sorry let me get out <laughs> here. Well, i'm not because i walked
2: past a woman the other day smelling like white diamonds and thought about that old mean hateful ass principal miss muldrey i had <laughs> back in the day i remember her writing me up exactly. i got so but mad but that's what i'm
1: saying but you see how it brought you back to her to a very specific person Ooh. It, <laughs> and even certain smells that you think of your grandma, because you're like, this is my grandma's perfume. Like, this is that smell. This is that scent or exes or, or people you were just always around. Um, and on the Harvard side of saying smells are handled by the olfactory bulb which is the structure in the front of the brain that sends information to other areas of the body, like the central command for processing. Oh, okay, then. But those those odors take a direct route to the limbic system, which has the amygdala and the hippocampus. And this is the region that relates to emotion and memory. So that Mm. means there's like a direct, as soon as you smell something, it's boom, right to the memory and, and emotions, which is why I feel so heavily connected to these scents and they play such a big part in my day and how I want my day to feel. And I just think that that's so cool and I always wondered um, if people ever really take the time to create those relationships with scents to kind of control how they want their day to feel. I remember Haas actually had a section on the tour where we played a game with essential oils and she had them, she poured them onto different... um, cotton what's the Balm word I'm looking swaps. cotton balls wow i couldn't think of the word balls she put them on the cotton balls <laughs> and then you had to go through the different scents and kind of talk about like what it made you think of what it reminded you of and that was probably one of the most fun parts of the tour because for some people certain scents were like a wonderful memory for other people they were pissed about what it made them think you know like you just it's the relationship to scent is uh, the fact that it's so connected to memory to me is one of the coolest things. And so it's something I just wanted to see with you guys and especially our listeners. I'm curious, like, do scents play a role in your day, whether it's what you're wearing or the mood or you're going to meditate? Even does scent play a role when you're trying to create romance?
2: Uh, Hell yeah. First thing you better do is wash your ass before you come up around me. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna do the same for you. And furthermore, is that
1: important to you? Like yes. how the how your partner smells, yes. how you smell, like how the room smells, how the sheets smell? Oh, like, oh, definitely,
2: all that. yes. Laying up in a stinking ass house with sour ass <laughs> sheets, <laughs> ain't been washed. You out, uh uh.
0: One of my favorite things is I'm a bath and body works plug in like plug-in whore. Like, I just love them <laughs> down plug ins, just leaving them. Cause uh, some of them, you know, they got the light, so there'll be like night lights in the hallway, and then they got oh, a nice true. little scent. True. So it's like I'll walk by in the middle of the night, and I'll be like, ooh, it smells good out here, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then sometimes I'll do like a polarizing scent. So in the hallway, it'll all smell one way, but then you go into the bathroom and it smells different. A whole so it's different like, way. yeah, yeah. So it's diffuses. like if you're walking in the dark, it's like I'm led. It's I don't even gotta look for the little lights or whatever. It's like I'm kind of just led by the scent of where I'm at.
2: And everybody That's get nice. them little things, them little jars. You can usually get them like in the checkout at TJ Maxx, you know, places like that. <laughs> right them little jars with the little uh, gel beads in them with the scent. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, everybody exactly. got them the under the blue bed. beads. Yeah, blue. Sometimes there might <laughs> be peace. You know, you, you take the, you rip that sticker off the top and it's the vents in the lid so you can't just, you know, open it up. But most black people buy two and just open the tops all the way up. Put them under I don't their bed. Everybody do that.
0: <laughs> when it comes to those, the, the little beads I always get the orange scented ones mm-hmm. I don't know why, like sometimes It's I'll usually have, Hawaiian breeze or, or, or clean something scent or, Yeah like, the, I always Well no, there's the citrus, I mm-hmm. always Get the orange citrus smelly ones But the Hawaiian breeze, I never get those ones yeah, I don't That like citrus will cut through It's just something about it, I always have that It probably like, that's gives the you energy it's It the, probably
1: just, yeah It probably just gives you energy And, and you just draw to it Right I have I have a diffuser that's in my bathroom, like it's the bathroom diffuser, mm-hmm. and I just leave it going on all day. Mm-hmm. So when you go into the bathroom, you know you have these. Diff- Actually, the the oil that's that's um in there now is the one that I did in collaboration with Haas with Resonance Apothecary. Um, embodiment ooh, embodiment exactly and it's just a nice scent you know it's very savory very woodsy very warm and i think it's very helpful when you're gonna use the bathroom i think it's perfect (laughs) anytime people come in there they're like yes this is nice because they can fart
2: and get away with it because it'll cut that (laughs) smell
1: (laughs) and that's another thing too like a lot of people are insecure about using people's bathrooms and you know, maybe you have to do number two, especially when you're in relationships and or even friends, when they come over, people feel very weird about scents and what they're you know, so I love having a diffuser. I always have that way. It's like, go ahead, do your thing.
2: Some people need you have two. to use the
1: bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to worry. And the bathroom already on. has a built in scent.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. It just be like, damn, that was inside of you. Oh my God. I can't even. What if I wanted to get freaky tonight? You know what I'm saying? I can't even go down. (laughs) You know what I'm saying?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No poop shame, does Oh, that's
2: exactly <laughs> what I'm doing. Because you ought to be ashamed <laughs> of yourself. First of all, shit at your own goddamn house. Don't you know be I mean? coming over my motherfucking house deciding you want to let it all drop on down because oh you over God. here. What if they
1: stay for the weekend? Then hold it for three problem?
2: days. <laughs> no! Stay backed up. Or do what everybody else do and go somewhere and use the bathroom. If we're <laughs> no. staying in a hotel, use the lobby bathroom. You know what I'm saying? Don't come oh up to the room stanking it all up, all down across the hall. Can't get no good vent. Uh, <laughs> Shit you, is your business. But when you're
1: backed up, it, that's, that's gonna make their butt stink. That's gonna make their butt itchy. Like they need to. We just,
2: all got things to handle. We grown ups, and I, you know, and <laughs> I just feel like you know, do what you got to do to be ready. That's it. <laughs> no. sorry, and on
1: that, note, that's why
2: I'm very happy. We good over here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hell
1: mm. yes. Hygiene is very okay, important in this thank family. Thank you. Thank you very <laughs> much. As for
2: me and my household. We shall be hygienic. Thank you.
1: (laughs) But I just wanted to uh, bring some awareness to that conversation about how scent and memory and emotions um, and even, you know, tied into scheduling your day, what you want your day to feel like, all those things tie in together really seamlessly. So I was wondering if people had ever taken the time to see, like, maybe it's a subconscious, unconscious thing where you're like, oh, yeah, I never really realized that I do have... These relationships with different scents throughout the day. I thought you was gonna so, say they
2: don't realize they stink.
1: <laughs> I mean, that happens. Oh, you know, I that didn't
2: realize too. I stank. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Thanks, thank you, Frenzo. Mm-hmm. So that's it. <laughs> Take your ass down to the,
2: pot to, carry. <laughs> <laughs> to the apothecary. To the apothecary. Take your motherfucking right. ass to the apothecary. Get you, get you what you need. Shit. <laughs> Ain't no reason for you to be smelling like that. Walk around smelling like a barn. Ain't no
0: reason for that.
2: A barn. Barnes and Nobles, okay? That's what you say when a motherfucker stank like a barn. Look at Barnes and Nobles.
0: (laughs) Well.
1: And on that, no, no, no.
2: today
1: mr music man what you got for us this week
0: (laughs) some air (laughs) (laughs) freshening. new music has come out hopefully you can play it loud enough to cover the noises so dustin doesn't have to hear um first i would like to talk about brie one way She has been out here making music for a minute. I don't know. I feel like I've talked about her before. I wanted to give her a whole moment here because she just gave us a mixtape. Brie Runway has dropped this mixtape called 2000 and Forever. And she's been putting out these bomb visuals. I'm talking uh, badass, beautiful black girl, uh, rock aesthetic, R&B, hip hop, singing, uh, looks, dancing, just everything that I need and more. So Bree Runway 2000 and Forever is 9 tracks all female features and I want to make sure I get off my chest that she has one Miss, Missy Elliott featured on there uh, with a track ATM, called ATM ATM, ATM push my
1: button, my button again ATM ATM, 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 ATM mm-hmm. I'll here we go. again. Met this dude in West Palm Beach. He was so fine ass, oh could he call God. me? Yeah, probably if you spend oh. your money. But if you don't get a job, get the hell up off me. Have done my vacation cruise. My type of boo, them Jamaican dudes. Him like, yeah, come here, girl. Let me show you a move so I can boom, boom, boom you across the room like. Oh
0: my <laughs> I wanna make sure I just talked about Bri right away because we love you here at the friends on girl. <laughs> like, I, I, I just, I'm loving everything that you're doing. I'm loving the looks. Um, you know, what do you tell your friends? Tell your friends that they need to be listening to the friend zone. And if you do have friends listening at the friend zone, please add Brie runway and shout her out about what you feel about 2000 and forever. I'm just loving it. And I'm gonna use her also to segue to my next artist. The last feature that she has on her project, um, there's a remix to a song that she has on the project called Little Nokia. Um, Little Nokia is a hot track, it's got some, you know, little rock accents on it which is why i said I, you know she's a little rockish which i love and she also gets a little dance in that video too but this is the remix that i'm talking about last track on there is the remix with rico nasty um hey. please make sure you check out Bree runway and you check out the songs with missy elliott specifically and rico nasty on the remix because if you haven't heard the song anyway just start with the remix just because rico kills it also because we we're talking about rico nasty rico dropped a new single Oh H F R. Oh, for real. Question mark. Um, Rico Nasty is a bomb mc. She is a unique MC. She is um friendly with the girls. She is everything I love in female hip hop and I love raising up. So I want to continue to highlight Rico Nasty. She's giving you new music, she gave you a new visual. Please make sure you listen to her, you check her out. Um Speaking of new music and new visuals, uh, I want to go on ahead and also talk about Nicki Minaj. Um, she's on Nicki a track Manage. with Youngboy, Never Broke Again. Um, it's Michael Made It's track, and it's called What That Speed about I like it. I love it. I love I the looks. I heard it
1: yet. I just saw the a clip from the video, but I haven't heard it.
0: Well... If you haven't heard it, go look at the video so you can get it all at once. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they it, it's a great video. You know, I'm always going to live for a futuristic a, a aesthetic in a video any goddamn way. So go ahead and take that. And, you know, you, you got Nicki Minaj there in the paint. And so you know there's magic there. So go witness the magic. And She has the mother weight on her face. I, I'm, I love it. I love the way she looks there. Um Yeah. Michael made it. Uh, what that speed about? So check that out. Uh, young boy never broke again. Yeah, he's there. Um, <clears throat> I also want to highlight. I just want to talk really fast about these songs, and then I just want to get to what you guys been listening to lately. But um, I always talk about Toby Lou. Toby Lou has a new song out, and it's with Dreezy. and it's called Okay. Please just go check out Toby Lou, or just go check out Drezy because you know she be doing the goddamn thing. Like <clears throat> I'm always gonna shout him out because he's the shit to me. So. That's it. I'm just shouting out artists right now. And I want to move on to the listens lately and what you folks have been listening to. So, Fran, I would love to be all up in your playlist. And, you know, you just tell me you've been over there like Christina Milian, dipping in low and picking it up slow. <laughs> you know, how you feeling? What you have been listening to?
1: Up. Oh, this is one of those weeks where I wasn't really listening to music. Uh, but <laughs> so I have nothing uh, new to offer. But I do want to say rest in peace to King Von. Yes, out of yes, Chicago. yes. Who passed this week? Unfortunately, rising superstar. Um, I was, you know, revisiting his album, actually, which just dropped this week too. Sadly, he actually passed on the day of his album release party. So that's really sad. His album I was listening to that is, you know, street shit, not for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I know people are gonna listen to it and be like, girl, yeah. If you're into that sort of thing. You know, if you if you get in that mood. Yeah, <laughs> <Justin>. yeah. <laughs> you know, you know I mean, if, it calls, space, when it
2: calls for that, you know.
1: When it calls for that, then uh, it's definitely one of those drill albums to check out. But he's a baby, only 26, so it always that hurts sucks, to hear man. that kind of Hell news. Yeah, yeah. especially Star on the Rise. Like, I feel like a lot of these youngins been getting cut down before they really had the opportunity to, you know, make it fully yeah so it's kind of always sad to hear but rest in peace and check out his project if you can king vaughn vo and from o block
0: what about you dustin ross what you been listening to we're gonna throw it back a little bit this week with my next
2: selection that i'm gonna come up with for you all Uh, it's one that uh you might recognize you might not it's by zap mama featuring erica badu it's called bandy bandy Eric If I do Bandy Bandy. The next song we're gonna play is a throwback for everybody that loves real rap music. This song is 20 years old. It was originally a lock song. The shit went down between the locks and the label, and it went to Black Rob. The song is called Can I Live? Real hip hop heads Mm -hmm. know it, and they know it as a lock song. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Yo, this is a monopoly. Niggas ain't stopping me, and we can't lose, because Puff set us up properly. Just won't settle for lesser. Who won't test us? We be in the five with the goose headrests. Locks put niggas under pressure. You should have knew that. So is them new cats that'll get you. Better start looking at things from my angle. I'm trying to be up on the ball with a triangle next to my name with a 10 or 20. Now, that's when you really can say you getting money. But right now, all I do is sit back and listen to a wise young man that quickly begins Became a rich one, put me up on the fact it ain't hard to get some ships if I just keep writing with ambition. Then I could advance from the five to the six in house with two kitchens, diamonds, plenty women.
2: Yeah, built in pools. So Black can I live? See, those are the new songs that I was listening to this week, I'm really old. See, they're
0: all. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know why you did it like that, <laughs> but that shit was funny. Um, I have been listening to a lot of things, a lot of R&B, um, but because Fran, you know, mentioned kind of being in that vibe, I and, and not maybe it's a that vibe, but, you know, just kind of in a vibe rather. Um, well, damn, speaking of being in that vibe, you know, they're trying to come get me. Anyway, Shorty Shorty, I've talked about him on here before, you know, he got that song Bittuary. Um, he just put out another song with Murder Beats, and it's called "Good Evening." I'm always, I'm always gonna live for a song that samples closer. I feel like niggas always do it, but this was a good one, and I just love Shorty Shorty. So again, this song is called "Good Evening."
2: A bitch, so it's not nice 3 p.m. she
1: always be going when it's 3 p.m. go out with the homies when it's 3 p.m. like what you doing around 4 would you go to other cities going with me on tour i've been with me on the man going with me on door got your feet all in the water would you do me on shore get the same shit to you that you're here around for like at afternoon, oh, even i heard about your ex about you leaving them. i heard about the fights about, about you leaving
0: right them. So, I just love Shorty Shorty. I love the way he's been on right now. Um, I've been listening to him. I also talked about Good Girl. I've been really, really talking about them and pushing them, so I'm not going to make y'all listen to a song, but they do have more visuals out, so go look at them. They're singing, they're dancing, it's quarantine, and they're giving you things to look at. So, I just love that. Also... Really quickly, I just remembered I have to shout out family really, really fast Because there is a video out And I remember I retweeted this earlier So I want to make sure I have this pulled up for you At the same damn time as I'm doing it for my damn self So, Lewis York They dropped a visual as well I mean, I just love the fact that They're always giving us something Um, They dropped a project last year Was it last year? I feel like with quarantine We've we've been doing this for a minute I'm so sorry (laughs) Um, there are I'm, no
1: years, of Sante. Right.
0: <laughs> Time is really mashed together. I wish I had a good <laughs> quote, uh, like, old oh boy from Atlanta. Anyway, Lewis York featuring Jimmy Allen, they dropped the official video for Teach Me a Song. It's an amazing, amazing song. Um, we heard it first when we got to preview it last year. Shout out to Fran. You know, you did that that bomb listening party. That was the shit. Um, <laughs> Thank but you. But the, the music, the song is still amazing and now we have great visuals to go with it as well. Um, a uh, great visual, rather, to go with it as well. So, please, if you're on YouTube and you're just looking for things to watch, I'm trying to give you good things to watch and, and, and fill your, your tube with. And also great music to fill it with as well. We uh, Shout out to Ch- uh, Ch- Claude and Chuck. They're just two amazing people. They make amazing music, and they gave us an amazing visual. So My yeah
1: forever booze. <laughs> that does
0: it over here for the Music Man segment. Now, Dustin Ross, I would love to know, what have you been watching over there in TV land?
2: Um shout out to the Miss USA pageant a black woman that won uh her name is Asia Branch. She was Miss Mississippi but word on the curb is she is a Trump supporter. So
1: I was just gonna Yeah, say.
2: I heard that. So I ain't found out for sure, but I just want you to know Asia Branch how fitting for a Trump supporter to be Miss USA. It won't last long, sweetie. So just enjoy you see it while you have it. No, I, what?
0: Tweet? I don't know if it was fake or not. But apparently she dropped the (laughs) F-bomb. Oh, she did? Uh, I said, I don't know if it was fake or not, but apparently she dropped the F-bomb. Well, so you know, this
2: is a, you know, we're going to stand back and stand by. You know, since she a Trump supporter, (laughs) we'll use her language. We're going to stand back and stand by, and we're going to see where (laughs) it really goes down. And I heard her feet was ashy when she went anyway. Moving on. (laughs) We all know this week is the premiere of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. We have pledged to watch it as a family here at the Friend Zone, so everybody be on the lookout for that. It actually airs tonight, Wednesday, the day that this episode drops. So tune in. We'll be talking about it next week. Um... Fox Soul, Cocktails with Queens, Fox Soul, Established with Angela Yee, Fox Soul, Out Loud with Claudia (laughs) Jordan. And actually, Fox Soul, uh, the Mike and Donnie show, Mike Hill show, Cynthia Bailey Hill's husband. Speaking of Cynthia Bailey Hill and her husband, I was at her damn wedding. And I've noticed in the headlines recently that a very badly dressed housewife from Potomac, Giselle Bryant, said that she had to leave the reception because she was uncomfortable because everybody started taking their mask off. First of all, no, we did not. No, we did not, first of all. Second of all, Giselle was uncomfortable at that reception because no one was talking to her. And I witnessed that with my own eyes. I'm talking about shit that I know. Giselle was sitting back in a very ugly suit with pearls all over it and some thick ass (laughs) shoes that had the same thing on it. Mind you, it was raining outside, but she had them thick ass shoes on with them pearls all over them and she had a stupid ass face shield with her name and rhinestones on it and no one was even asking it. She literally was Was sitting there with her man. No, Jamar Bryant was not there. Word on the curb is that he was actually photographed in a hookah lounge in Maryland the same night. Okay, so the pastor was there while she lying on Watch What Happens Live talking about she had to go back to the hotel because Jamal was there. He wasn't even in Atlanta. And so not only was she lying about that, I can tell you firsthand she was lying about the reception. First of all. You had to have a mask on to even be there. They gave you a mask and a face shield when you walked in. They checked your temperature when you walked in. You had to be screened prior to even attending the wedding in order to even go. Then they had the whole place fumigated. It was so many different security measures and safety measures in place. Like you couldn't even really go in and out like that. It was like literally very secure, not one person has gotten sick or tested positive from COVID after that event. So something must have been done right. So to me, it's just a really fucked up thing to do for somebody to invite you to their wedding. A private personal moment like that, that go, that eclipses what's shown on the cameras. You know, this is her real life and somebody invites you to your wedding. And because you are so boring and don't have anything to talk about, You now go on a press tour saying that you had to leave their reception early because you didn't feel safe because people started taking their masks off. No, they did not. You lying and you left because you were Saudi because everybody was ignoring you. You know who they were talking to? Karen Huger, who was also there with her mask on. So thank you. And that's it for TV Land. Mm.
1: And with that being said, we love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll catch you guys next week.
0: Stay black and protect your magic.
1: Bye.